Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. Welcome to a summer bonus episode for season two of The Vampire Diaries. My colleague, Brian, here, who runs the Mystic Grill, is going to help us go through the events of the season. Now, last year, Nikki and I did this where I went through it, like, what I would want to go to in these events in the town, and she ranked them in terms of how well written they were, and this year... Brian is our extra watch person who gets to decide if he wanted to go to the event, and I have evaluated the writing and the events of the events, etc. As usual, I focused mostly on the actual extras in the background doing yes. the weird things, and I got yelled at a few times for doing that, but <laughs> still, the, the, that heavily factors into my ratings here. Yes, and Matt, if Matt was involved. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> apparently you're just obsessed with Matt because he works for you at the Mystic Grill. Matt is ketchup. Oh my god. All right, well, let's start off with the very worst so that we can end with the very best. Um, all right, number 11. Uh, all right, for me, the worst written is the Historical Society T, uh, which I believe appears in episode 14, uh, Crying Wolf. Essentially, all that happens is that Elijah is like, Hi, Karen, I'm in your town, and I like to write books. And Damon is like, I don't believe you're here to write books. And Elijah is like, have a little respect. Have a little respect for me. I'm an original vampire. Here's a hanky for all the blood coming out of your neck now that I've stabbed you with a pencil. You know, it, it, nothing really happens. For, for a tea party, it was, it was very... It was very dramatic, at the same time, very boring. And like I said, for a tea party. That's, yes. That's and I like tea. See, if, if I was in your position, this would rank very high, because I, I enjoy a good high tea. Do you want to know where it is on my ranking? <laughs> no, I want okay. to know what your okay. what, what would you not be caught dead at? What okay. is your number 11 dead last? So my number 11 is episode 5, The Volunteer Picnic. <laughs> because that event... Looked like everybody in town was forced to do some sort of task. Yeah. And when you watch them doing those tasks, you can tell they've never done that task ever in their life. It is pretty funny. Like I hadn't noticed. There's there's the one point where there's a lady on, on a stoop, like, sweeping, and she's, like, just, like, stabbing the porch with the broom. <laughs> I mean, she's obviously killing time. And there's a guy raking water. Yes. There's a guy who's literally raking water or, like, the silt next to the water, which I means just, that it's not doing anything. I can picture you going to this event and, like, your eyes starting to mm -hmm. twitch from looking around at, like, the useless I, citizens I would, of Mystic Falls. I would totally be that guy that's, like, in the distance being like, hey, you're bad at that. <laughs> you would just be single-handedly doing everything. Yeah. Walking up to Stefan Salvatore, giving him tips on sawing, mm -hmm. like how yes. you saw a piece of wood. Oh, yeah. It, it, it does kind of feel like never-ending lab yeah it feels like never-ending set lab yeah. like building sets yeah but forever because elena is like painting things that have already mm -hmm. been painted that would be me i would find a useless thing to do that no one would notice if i had done it or not so i could look busy yeah i mean there's, there's <laughs> one point where the, the mayor is giving like a speech to a bunch of volunteers but there's also volunteers already working so it's like are they late to this <laughs> like what are they who, who is she they talking get to? Why to take a break? Are they, like, people who are, like, visiting? And, like, it's, like, an exhibit? Of, like, look at our townspeople working at this volunteer picnic. Also, who's the picnic for? Is it for the volunteers? Is it for yeah. are the volunteers setting up a picnic for somebody? Like, who who is this event for? Cause, it's always for the founders. It, well, yeah, because, like, no one, no one at this event and no one at this picnic is actually having a picnic. They're all, like, doing menial tasks and... And ba they're bad at it. And then the 
there's 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 even a point where where uh, the the brothers are talking or or uh, uh, Stefan's talking to somebody and then it cuts like way quickly and it cuts back and Damon is like right by behind his ear. It's just like, what are you guys doing? Like, what <laughs> I love are you... that. I love that take. <laughs> you guys are just like st- just standing there watching everybody. Like you're, you're being very vampire-ish right now. Yes, it is amazing. Oh, Karen, yeah. for setting this up. Mm-hmm. Well, number 10. So the penultimate worst written is the live band at the grill uh episode 16 which i know some people will get mad at me for because they're like but i love caroline singing and matt comes up and scoops her up in her arms and all the stuff but i feel like it's poorly written because what really happens jenna and alaric are mad at each other matt and caroline get back together but then later on luca's dad shows up because luca's been murdered and sets the whole thing on fire and that is horrible and i hate it and i hate people that listen know that i hate that storyline because i think that they show an overly aggressive blackmail just like ruining everyone's white night of fun and anyway so poorly written and i hate it also bonnie lost her powers and it's that's just totally not a it's just ridiculous and i get that like her going on stage and like like taking over like the microphone or thing was like supposed to be very awkward but it's like it's also very clunkily written too yeah it is so my my uh number 10 as a uh, member of this town, is episode 13, the Booster Club uh, Barbecue Memorial. Ah! Because, you know, it's great to follow a barbecue with a memorial for the barbecue. <laughs> I just, I put it as my number 10, because it's like, it's just like a sad thing just happening in like the middle, of, like there's cars going by, and yeah. like this is the middle of town, and there's people just like, alright, we're gonna go here and just mourn these people that died at this Booster Club Memorial, like barbecue. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, then they go to like the... Sad cello? But what about the live cello music, Brian? Oh, yeah, and that makes everything better. Just <laughs> sad cello. Yeah, that, that just, that brightens everyone's day, especially after a barbecue. <laughs> Cellos and barbecues historically go well together, right? Well, it is ironic that that was your number 10, because that's my number 9. Ah. Is It's the worst written in terms of like... I mean, John does come back, and I do feel bad for him, sort of, in the background of things. He's, like, so nice to Jeremy, and then he's so shitty to Alaric. And, you know, it's fine, but I think that, overall, not a whole lot happens other than Jenna being awesome. Which could be said for a lot of situations. Yeah. My my number nine is the Historical Society Presents blah blah blah, the long, long title. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's so the like, Miranda Summers yeah. Gilbert Foundation. Yeah, that one. I'm sorry. What problem do you have with that? <laughs> a lot of things. Um, but <laughs> as a t- just strictly speaking, as like if I'm a townsperson, like why am I here? What is this? What's going on? Why are we giving checks to rich people? What's going on? Yeah, apparently you're you're in the historical society. You must be because you're you're yeah. attending the tea. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just like it's such a weird thing. It's just like it puts like her names in it, and like it's just like this she's is a getting weird, the money. It's a weird from thing. her mom's foundation. Yeah, like it's like you know, I, as as someone who who unfortunately works in like Beverly Hills. Yeah, I see things like this happen all the time. Yes, you do. I was people... literally thinking. Yeah, this is your job <laughs> is watching this happen. I. I consistently watch rich people give other rich people awards and money and stuff and that's what this was and you're saying that's not enjoyable i don't understand no comment (laughs) it's amazing we're right on the tail of each other because Mm -hmm. literally my number eight worst written 
is the Historical Society presenting the Miranda Summers Gilbert Foundation <laughs> check. You know, there are some positives here, which is that uh, Catherine and Isabel work together mm. to kidnap Elena, and that's cool, but Stefan, like, very quickly figures it out. It's, like, a very short event, yeah. so there's not a lot to be seen from it. John does fall down the stairs dead, which is cool, yeah. but then he comes back to life, which is not so cool, so it's number eight for me. Yeah. My number eight is the, the actual Booster Club barbecue. <laughs> because Really? You like a barbecue. Yeah, but it just, it, it was one of those things, it's like, it's another like, hey, we're having this weird event in the parking lot, and yeah, it's the just school. a bunch of kids doing stuff. And so again, like, I was in high school one time, I remember, yeah. the, I remember the Booster Club events, and they were boring, and yeah. it's just like, not much goes on, and then, hey, look, everyone dies, or it gets, <laughs> gets disappears. Great, great way to end a barbecue. <laughs> It's like, I don't, I, I'd rather just be like in class or I don't know. These are all high schoolers, supposed to be high schoolers. So it's like, yeah. why, why are we, why are we having a barbecue right now? What's going on? Okay, <laughs> cool. So that, that's, that's my number eight. That's solid. Well, we've broken our pattern now because my number seven is the Gone with the Wind movie night. So what's cool about this is that we do see some of like Damon's fever dream and, you know, Elena finds him and he bites her and she gets him so home safe. But other than that, there's nothing really like they don't really do a great processing of like Jenna's death and that she's not there with them. They're just trying to get over it. And it's like it's it's a cool idea, I think, to have a movie playing from the era that Damon is tripping out from like yeah. that's very neat but they don't play on it uh as much as maybe they could have although yeah. they, they do they do quite nod to it but you know so that's what makes it sort of mediocre <laughs> yeah I get that yeah uh my number seven is the carnival hey! episode two um just because again it's at it's like partially at the high school and partially not it's like right it's like, it's like the, inside and outside well, it's like a lot of the things that we saw that weren't blurry were were <laughs> Just the high schoolers like wrestling each other, like arm wrestling each other, or right. like hanging out in the hallways or classrooms. It's like, okay, this isn't a carnival now. This is just like you're all hanging out at the high school. Like, yeah, totally. we didn't get much of the. We it's just get, an excuse for them to all hang out yeah. and not be in class. We didn't get much of the carnival except for the the time when Damien steals a steak from a tent, and and I really wanted that moment for just to hear like a muffled just like. As the tent <laughs> fell over, because like, he, be he pulled like a like a load bearing stake out of the ground, and like I really wanted the background of the next scene to just see like a deflating castle. Just, that would have made that that would have shot this to my number one if there's a deflating <laughs> castle in the background. Because as a town goer, I, I would be like, that's funny. <laughs> Wonder why that's happening. I feel like they could have included that, too, and not been too out of genre. Yeah. Like, they totally could have, yeah. because it's hilarious that, like, and what a commentary that Damon doesn't give a fuck about anything that yeah. happens well, around like, him. He's like, I need the steak. What? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's also, it's just like, as a, if, I'm, if I'm a member of this town, I expect weird things to happen, so I'd almost find it funny to be like, oh, yeah, it's going wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oy vey. Well, my number six is the Booster Club Barbecue. Uh, which you've already touched on. But yeah, in terms of writing, I do think it's a good... It's good in terms of what it does for Caroline. Uh, Caroline and Matt have a really interesting conversation where he just, like, kisses her, and then later on they touch in together. Um, it kind of throws them together a lot. And then Dana is always interrupting because they need more burgers. God damn it, Dana! <laughs> so between Caroline and Tyler as well, like, they, they touch base about how, like, he could have killed her and he had no idea that her helping him with his transformation one bite and like she's, you know, well, um, but at the same one, it's interesting because Rose is very sick and is 
loose on the town in a sort of killing spree, which is why there's a memorial right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's cool that like Caroline breaks this news to Tyler about the dangers of their relationship at the same time that we're seeing Rose experiencing having been bitten by a werewolf. Yeah, and so we're seeing her be very sick, and it's yeah, I don't know. I think it's a great juxtaposition, and it really moves the story along in an emotional way for everyone. Yeah, I yeah. See that. Well, my number six yes. is the Historical Society tea party. Hey! For one reason only. I know what it is. Because I really want to be there to know what makes a lark make that face coming back from commercial. <laughs> like, I want to be in the room so I can hear that conversation and Hell know yes. what happened to make you him make that all, face. All the hot goss. Yes. Spill the tea at the tea party. Yeah. And I love it. And if you're curious of what I'm talking about, go back and listen to the episode where we talk about this because we elaborate quite a lot about this moment yes it's so funny it, I, I was preparing today alone for this and i was just like re-watching a lot of the things and i saw that and i cracked up and then brian and i watched it again later and i still cracked up it never fails because it's a, such a funny pretty. moment it, it comes back from commercial it's not even like in the middle of a scene it's like it's like dark screen and then back up and just huh oh well my number five, we're in top five now. Mm-hmm. My number five is episode three's party at the swim hole on the Lockwood property. And the reason is definitely because of Stefan training Caroline and like trying to help her become a vampire. And it's great watching her do that. Um, but yeah, it's also got some interesting things where like she's learning about compulsion and what's right and wrong. And she compels Amy to like back off from Matt and I don't know. I just think, like, it's a really, especially with, like, Tyler also having his reasons for staging it there because, like, he wants to catch Mason out in whatever he's doing. And so, like, it, it really, again, it just, like, involves all the characters, except for Elena, probably. She, she and Damon are off learning stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, namely that uh, a werewolf fight will fucking kill Stefan and he's, like, in the woods because of this thing. And, like, it's so... It's just, like, really perfectly built into the action of the episode and what their other characters are off learning and it builds the stakes, but um, um for the whole thing. So that, like, when it comes to, like, Caroline potentially killing Matt, not only is that the only thing, it's, like, also there's a werewolf out there that could kill yeah. our vampire characters. And so it's it's neat to suddenly have this, like, new threat to yeah. the vampires, you yeah. know, where it's like, ooh, they're in danger now, too. It's not just Matt. It's not just the humans. It's yeah. also our beloved Caroline and Well, Seven. coming across the table for a second, like, when it comes to writing, like, it's always compelling. Well, vampires are compelling. Hey! Um, but, I totally um... missed it, too. I was like, uh-huh, what? Oh, uh, uh-huh. But you know, in storytelling, especially when you, when you when you kind of get into a rut, it's especially when it comes to supernatural characters, it's always interesting to introduce a threat that formally you wouldn't want to have a character who like oh they can't be killed to introduce something oh actually they can yes so having that in the story work because then also means that that's a tool the writers can use later on exactly when they run into a hole they can be like oh actually no let's and in, let's introduce another you know super werewolf to exactly. the mix and have it be another issue yes and... like sort of like a rock paper scissors interdependency of weaknesses yeah totally i love that so my number five, getting into so now we're getting into things that I just would like to go to myself. Nice. Um, <laughs> so my number my number five is the live band at the grill. Cool. Um, and that's not including Caroline taking over and singing awkwardly. It's more just like well, that, that wasn't that wasn't advertised on the poster. No, no. So I, I'm strictly going for what's advertised like a punk show at this yeah. bar, like having a good time. Everyone's like partying and yeah, singing, taking shots. rocking. Yeah, yeah. like like. 
Yeah, get away from all the other horribleness that's happening in town. And, Fuck yeah. And that, that, that's going to be the theme for a lot of my last ones here, is getting away from all the horrible in town. <laughs> Which is uh, ironic, because this one that you chose as your number five is where, like, things end in, like, fire and death. <laughs> that's true. But before that, before the fire and death, you they're totally singing and go. dancing. Yeah. Don't 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 your parties end with fire and death? I mean, yeah, only only the witch ceremony, only the hybrid mm-hmm. breaking ceremonies. Oh my god. Um. Okay, so my number four is the historical society volunteer picnic. Um, I love this because it has a lot of our characters in the same place for moving the storyline along with Mason specifically. Um, we see him gain the trust of Liz Forbes by outing Stefan and Damon. And Stefan and Damon think they're like such hot shit, like they're gonna put Mason down and all this stuff. And then they get totally kidnapped and they're gonna die. And then Caroline gets to save them. Yeah. And I love that because we also see a little bit of like weirdness between caroline and elena and caroline and bonnie and caroline gets to like actually step up and like you know uh confront her mom essentially so like it's almost like a coming out episode for caroline sort of like but also it's just really fun to see stefan and elena like fake fighting and damon like calls me he's like what's with this faux drama in your relationship it's just ridiculous and so it's neat to see all of that um yeah yeah i mean i I get that i just it was hard for me not to watch the extras in the background. Who <laughs> don't know how to do anything. Well, because like a lot of other episodes, like there's a lot of like blurring the background. This one, they're like, no, no, watch the person like stab sweeping this the porch. <laughs> watch him rake the water. Yes, watch him rake the water. <laughs> like, we're not gonna blur it. He will be in focus in the background. You watch him too. So that's why mine's lower. But I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> This is why we need a council. We need someone to be in charge of these inept citizens. <laughs> so that's my number four. Brian, what about you? So my number four is the Gone with the Wind movie in the park <laughs> thing. Um, because again, I, I mean, and this actually is the point of this whole thing is to them to get away. And right. For, and she, I think she even says like, you know, we, we need to get out of the house. Yeah, we need a three hour distraction. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and you know, I've, I've been to, to movies in the park. They're fun. You can put a little they picnic out and you can get some, get some wine. And... I just wish it wasn't Gone with the Fucking Wind. Yeah, it's a weird <laughs> movie to pick, but uh, Especially sure. for the southern town. Yeah. Yeah, you know. You're not nostalgic for slavery no, at all. Of course not. Not the giant plantation thing in the background and everything. No, <laughs> and it's all fine. All the pretty white people in their dresses. Yeah, we're good. We're fine. Just we're put a blanket fine. out. Ignore the racism. This is America. It's good. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's my number four. We're recording this on Juneteenth, so. That's yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number, my number four. Amazing. Okay, well, my number three is the carnival of episode two. Um, Caroline becomes a vampire. Caroline fucking becomes a vampire. It's so cool. And like she shows up at the carnival and she's all like big bad vampire. She like shoves Damon. And then she and Matt have a weirdness thing. And of course she ends up killing Carter, which is not fantastic. It's really awful. Um, But Bonnie does get to have like a real stand for what she believes in because of that. And she's like, if anyone else got hurt, like I'm going to take him out. And she almost kills Damon. And it's entirely because of Elena that she stops. But Bonnie is like, no, this is his fault. And it's true. Like, Damon is the reason that Carter is hurt. Damon is the reason why Caroline finds Carter. And it's 
it's just really interesting to see the strong viewpoints of all the characters of like Damon being like, well, we obviously have to kill Caroline now because she's a liability. And Stefan talking with Elena about that and Elena and Bonnie having this disagreement about like whether or not it's worth it to kill Damon or keep him alive or not. It's just like, there's a lot of very good drama that goes down. Also at the very, very end when the carnival is done, Stefan takes Elena to the top of the Ferris wheel when everyone's gone, and it's really, really sweet, and I love it, and it's like the height of Stelena for me. So it's not dangerous to do that at all. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great. In the in the frame, it says, "Please do not rock seats," <laughs> <laughs> and he like jumps to the top, yeah. and he is like rocking the seat. It's very funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my number three is the decade dance. Oh. Um, because it's a decade dance. Those yeah, are always get to fun. Dress up. And yeah, and again, you just you kind of do your thing. Forget about the horribleness. You know, more horribleness happens in the end of this too, like every episode. Yeah. But <laughs> but you know, they do it in go-go boots, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, go-go boots, and also like like those belts that are like necklaces for your hips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, Brian, I have to ask you, what would you dress up as if you were going to the '60s decade dance? What version of JFK would you choose, and do you agree with Matt's choice? <laughs> Oh God! I mean, you could be a really good like um like uh like G- J Edgar Hoover, although he's a little bit more fifties, isn't he? See, I-, I think I'd rather go like as like Robert Kennedy or something. Ooh, like, that, yeah, like, deep cut. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know if I go like a J. If I wasn't go as a JFK of some sort, it might be like the military JFK. Ooh, like you know, like the like like the the white tank and like the Neat. the aviators and like that. Hell yeah! Just one because it's also it's 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 light, so you're not gonna get all, all hot in the suit and everything. Yes, um, that's dope. I think know. I would go as Janice Joplin. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. I fucking love her. Yeah. Well, that's amazing because um, my number two is the 60s decade dance. I think it's so well written because like this is where they find out that Alaric is the Klaus that walks among them. Mm-hmm. And we find it out in this chilling like hallway sequence of like Bonnie protecting Elena. And of course there's all like the, um, there's the tension that's being built up and built up and built up like with this, the song that he dedicates to her where it's like, this is dedicated to the one I love. And I know it's lame, but like I love it and Klaus loves it and everyone yeah. else thinks it's stupid, but I think it's creepy and awesome. It's also one of my favorite moments this episode where where Alaric like rushes them through a doorway yes and then like as he closes it, he does it like like that like little evil very, smirk little evil like like cartoon villain smirk like <laughs> I've, I've trapped them in my my dark hole <laughs> yeah so. it's true and and even before we get there like when they all dance together like i love damon and bonnie dancing together because no one is supposed to know up to this point that bonnie is that her powers could essentially kill her if she uses them yeah. on klaus and damon finds out and he starts dancing with her and he's just like you know is there no way to increase your odds and she's like careful damon i might start to think that you care he's like can't have that and it's great like they have like these real uh sparks between them i think because they are so at odds all the time yeah I mean, literally in in the last event I just mentioned, they wanted to kill each other. So it's just like, Mm -hmm. I just love this moment where he's like, you know, he goes out of his way to protect Bonnie Mm -hmm. um, because he orchestrates it so that they essentially think that Bonnie is dead. Everyone believes it. And it's really neat that like, 
I love when they do beat the bad guy. Yeah. Like, it's so satisfying to see them have these wins and to see them convince Klaus that Bonnie is dead. And like, yeah, Damon had to make Elena think, you know, that her best friend died and had to cause her more pain. But he does it like, you know, yeah, because it's strategic and it's good, but also for Bonnie, which is really neat. I love seeing growth in their dynamic yeah. because they are so often at each other's throats. But, um, yeah vampire humor let's go all right yeah but even even so like like it's always interesting when writers include a a twist to defeat the villain not not just defeat them but show a twist where it's like they didn't see it coming and then they get kind of screwed by their own mistake or their own plan yes which is what happens here with bonnie so it's always good to see that because it's like it's not always like the ha with the heroes win it's like oh they actually win in a very satisfying way and they fool us too because we think bonnie's fucking dead yeah and so for people watching it for the first time you're like oh my god and then you're like oh shit and it's great (laughs) so my number two yes is the swim hole (gasps) oh my gosh amazing so are you a good swimmer I mean, I, I decent. Yes, you can swim in I the can hole. Swim, yeah, I can. Yes, I can swim in the hole. I can. I would not die in the swimming hole. Solid, but that's important. Yeah, you know, and it's also just a fun like outing. It's a yeah. way. It's, it's for once away from the school right. and like you know, it's a kegger and it's in yeah. the woods and it's like such a summertime activity. Yeah, it is. So that's all like yeah, it's fun. It's yeah, get, get away from everything else. So can blast yeah. music. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, good vibes. Yeah. So what's your number one? Well, I think we have the same number one because neither of us have mentioned it yet, which is cool. I swear, audience, we did not orchestrate this, (laughs) which is funny because last year, Nikki and I had the same number one, too. Okay. One, two, three. Masquerade. Masquerade. Paper faces on parade. Masquerade. Yes, because teamwork. That's what I wrote. Mm -hmm. Literally, they all work together to succeed against Catherine. It is the dopest shit I've ever seen. It's like, it's like Vampires 11, Oceans 11, you know, anyway. Uh, (laughs) It's really cool to see like Caroline stand up to Catherine as well. And to see the cool shit of like Catherine having a witch. It's like this cool game of chess happening Mm -hmm. it's like it's like oh i have a witch if you hurt me it hurts elena and then there's this awesome like physical fight between stefan damon and Catherine that is like shot so well and it's so iconic and it's just also Catherine eating strawberries and walking around like a bad bitch just like killing people is fantastic (laughs) but yeah just like written so well jeremy and bonnie the sparks of that start to happen here where like she confides in him like i don't know how to stay out of this but i hate this and bonnie gets to meet lucy who is like an ancestor not an ancestor but like a cousin question mark anyway a a relation and the idea that like Catherine's own witch who she has you know oppressed into helping her and sort of like manipulated comes out against her and is the reason why the crew can you know triumph and i just think it's a really again it's just really nice to see our characters get a fucking win once in a while and then also elena gets kidnapped from the event Mm -hmm. at the end as like they're dragging Catherine away and she's going elena has to be protected and we're like what i thought you didn't care about that and then elena's like kidnapped by a clown and you're like oh fuck (laughs) so it's great (laughs) it's just fantastic writing all in all yeah i I picked masquerade as number one because it's you know it's it's a well as someone who went to a masquerade recently it's a a lot of fun 
to put a mask on and put fancy clothes on and go kind of pretend to be something else and watch other people kind of disappear into that. But it's also, it's a good like juxtaposition of like vampires. It's like, Mm. they are constantly putting on a mask to pretend to be something else to be someone else. And, occasionally taking that mask off to feed or to show some of their true right. side or whatever it is. So it's it's a good kind of just like I said, juxtaposition of the whole show of like yes. these these vampires are now wearing masks while wearing masks, pretending to be these other things. I love and like that. blending into the background even more, but it's like, okay, but they all have these, you know, ulterior motives going on, but they're still blending into everybody else and you know, as a town member, it's like you would even now you wouldn't have no idea what's going on. I mean, even with, when when Catherine Kill was like like one <laughs> Amy, girl, yeah, yeah, she's just like just it's the middle of the open like field, Dance floor, yeah, yeah, and, and it's and no one even seemed to notice because it's like oh, it's maybe it's just a drunk girl. It's like no, right. she's dead, she dead, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Just the, the whole blending in like allegory to the whole Absolutely. thing is, is why I picked. This oh my god, one. I forgot a major thing that happens, which is that Tyler fucking triggers the curse mm-hmm. at this event. Because Matt is trying, has been compelled to get him drunk. Matt doesn't succeed. And someone we didn't see coming, who is Sarah, comes around and is like, if Matt fails, I can't. And Tyler pushes her off of him and kills her and triggers the curse. And so just like all around, I love that thing about masks. That's so cool. Damn. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, thanks for taking a walk through the Mystic Falls uh, uh, public calendar with me. Yeah. <laughs> Community Cork Board and Mystic Falls. Yeah. yeah. Every other day at an mm-hmm. event. Well, how exhausting. A town of extroverts. Yeah. God. Behind the screen a little bit, listeners, when we were watching this and going through these, Bridget would play like three seconds of something <laughs> and be, be like, look, balloons! And then put like maybe the next three seconds and then like, <laughs> like, look, a banner! Look, clowns! And I'm just like, can you stop so I can actually watch these events a little bit? <laughs> Like, what is happening? And, like, everyone's dying, and then everyone's in a mask, and then everyone's laughing, and then everyone's crying, and then now they're drinking tea, and now they're stabbing each other. Yeah, now I'm Now there's, like, a bouncy castle deflating in the distance, like... I can see how you had some emotional whiplash. (laughs) A little bit. So... But that's the whole point! You're supposed to be focused on the extras! And I was! That woman had had no idea how to use a leaf blower. It wasn't even on. She was holding it wrong. (laughs) Actors, Uh, am I right? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Brian. No problem. Uh, let's go prepare for our next masquerade event. Yay. Fuck yeah.